Good day, learners. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Nine to Thrive HR. In this podcast, we team up with experts and practitioners in the field of HR and bring their knowledge straight to you as it pertains to the most pressing issues facing talent management today. I'm Holly Pennebaker, and I'll be your host. If you're listening on iTunes, please give us a rating. Your rating helps other professionals and talent-minded people discover the program. For this episode, I'd like to welcome Michael Levy. As CEO of Online Rewards, Michael has helped Fortune 1000 companies improve their employee engagement scores through the design and development of award-winning employee engagement and recognition programs. Michael is a frequent speaker at HR trade shows and industry events. He has contributed editorial content on the topic of employee engagement to HR Magazine, CNBC, and elsewhere. Beyond a sense of humor and a very, very Southern accent, think kangaroos, Michael brings a unique and refreshing perspective to driving employee engagement. He has knowledge and expertise gathered across a decade of building employee engagement programs. So welcome, Michael. Thanks for being here. Hey, Holly. Thanks for having me again. So earlier in 2017, Michael was HCI's featured presenter for the online rewards-sponsored webcast called Moving Employee Recognition Practices into the 21st Century. In that webcast, Michael took us on a tour of employee recognition from its early days to the current dynamic formats, during which he shared what's required for today's recognition programs to be successful. Today, we'll look at recognition and turnover and how companies can fight turnover with technology. So, Michael, to get us started, is there a link between recognition and turnover? I think, uh, Holly, the data now uh, unequivocally supports the view that if you rate highly by employees in terms of their recognition responses and how that may be captured varies from client to client, but generally it's now a dimension of an engagement survey. If you're scoring high in terms of employee perceptions of being recognized, you're going to experience in the construct of your you know, industry and your pay grade, etc., a relatively lower level of turnover than your uh, peers and counterparts who may be scoring uh, poorly in terms of recognition with all other data points being uh, equal. And why is that? You know, people are saying, well, uh, it goes back to basic uh, motivational concepts and principles. People work not just for money, granted that pay is a necessary component of living in a contemporary modern society, but what determines if people are going to give their best, if they're going to be engaged in their work, if they're going to gain satisfaction, is whether they're feeling that they're being recognized and appreciated for the work that they do. Uh, Data, in terms of studies, 88% of employees on exit interviews say that they leave for reasons other than pay, which is, of course, you know, further testimony to the, you know, principles that say, you know, pay is not the only motivator. It's an interesting statistic. 88% of employees say they leave for reasons other than pay when juxtaposed over the data point that says 89% of managers think that the employees are leaving because of pay. 
So one side of the equation says we're leaving for reasons other than pay. The manager says 89% of them are leaving for pay. Clearly, there's an obvious disconnect. And you know, more often than not, the reason why employees are leaving, dissatisfaction with the manager, uh, dissatisfaction with their peers, not feeling that they are uh, able to contribute and being recognized. So, uh, and I think the industry now knows that recognition is an important tool in terms of wanting to tackle turnover, and that if you want an engaged workforce, you know, recognition is a key enabler for a uh, higher level of engagement scores. And I can only imagine that fault sometimes happens down the line. So what exactly do employers get wrong with recognition? So recognition is in an evolving state, particularly you know last few years and certainly over the next uh, five, seven years. Why is it change and evolving? In the early days of recognition, we know the traditional concepts, which were, we'll recognize you for showing up, you know, meaning the 5, 10, 15, 20-year service anniversaries. Very traditional. Most uh, organizations have them in one way, shape, or form. I'm often asking uh, our clients in early discovery conversations, do you know why you, know, you have 5, 10, 15, 20-year milestones? And they look puzzled at me as to, well, you know, uh, obviously it's a scientifically you know, proven uh, strategy that every 5, 10, 15 years you should be giving somebody a milestone award. Well, the actual truth of the matter is much more simplistic, and that is it's an IRS tax loophole that allows for the provision of a tangible gift in recognition of years of service up to a certain value. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that it's not really a strategy, and certainly as it looks at this in a contemporary uh, sort of workforce, are people staying 5 to 10 to 15 to 20 years? And how have those you know, programs manifested in terms of a catalog is sent in a mail and an employee looks at the catalog and says, can I find something? And is that supposed to make them feel that they're, you know, being engaged and recognized? You know, I think recognition is moving from that, again, nothing wrong with it, only the evolution, uh, to something that is more consistent because you shouldn't need to wait years. Uh, In this day and age, you shouldn't be really waiting months to have an employee feel appreciated for going the extra effort. In fact, the data supports the view that the closer the act of recognition and appreciating the contributions of an individual to the act having been done by the individual, the more frequent you're going to likely get that behavior to be repeated. And it makes perfect sense. If somebody does an amazing job, you don't want to wait two months or whatever period of time before you tell them, that's a fantastic job you just did. In fact, I want to recognize you for making that extra effort, and that's the kind of behavior that we'd like you to redo. The closer that you can make the recognition to the event, the more uh, impactful, more meaningful, and more likely you're going to get you know, repeated behaviors. So employers are still deploying programs and managing recognition really with a sort of 60s and 70s kind of mindset. I mean, for many of them, many of the companies, again, that we've you know spent time uh, advising and consulting to, their programs really do date back to that period of time. And no, they haven't reviewed or revisited those program initiatives for some time. Hasn't been a priority, fair enough. But it's probably now the time 
especially given the changing demographics of our populations, to begin to look at, you know, how are we managing recognition given it's such a powerful tool to driving engagement and engagement driving business outcomes? How old are our programs and what are those practices that we've still got? And are those really appropriate for a generation that, you know, more than 50%, maybe 60 to 70%, depending on the population, were all, you know, grew up with the internet and smartphones. And I'd say, you know, most companies will find that their practices are pretty old and outdated. And so if we talk about managing recognition and how it might need to get up to speed, let's talk about how tech might play a role in recognition. So... The technology role in recognition. So there's a couple of dimensions when we talk about technologies. So the first is the overarching administration and management, which is how do we, you know, execute our recognition programs administratively? Uh, Connection to our HRIS systems, accessibility from internal intranets, uh, calculation, determination of when should recognition you know, service award kits be, you know, shipped and transmitted and who should be notified. So step one is anybody that's still doing some kind of manual process of, and, and the spreadsheet is sent for the vendor and the vendor sends out things. I mean, we're past that stage. And so technology has already had a pretty significant impact just in terms of the overarching back-end administration processing management of programs. So that's the first step. The second step is, Sending catalogs to people, print forms, you know, really is also probably, you know, a bit out of date, if not an anachronism. And that is when you look at the population uh, in the workplace, you've got, you know, according to Pew, 90% of adults from 18 to 49 having a smartphone. And I'd say that's a pretty conservative number that if we were to actually say adults 18 to 49 in the workplace – it's probably closer to 100%. In fact, I haven't been and seen a non-smartphone device being sold in a mobile phone store for several years. So the summary is you've got, a, you've got a population that's much more adept to using technology. They're comfortable with it. A large portion of them grew up with it. So you need to have a technical element, and there isn't really a great benefit in sending and shipping and printing catalogs, and let alone managing via spreadsheets. So that's all on the back-end administration. Employees on the other side, well, what do they want? Well, they certainly want choice and awards. So when you're actually going to send them something, let them go choose. And they're very adept at, you know, purchasing and buying and ordering online. You know, the Amazons, where does Walmart put its money towards their online? Where does Macy's put their money? So they're recognizing that the population has moved and changed and people are comfortable with Internet shopping. And I think the other part is that, you know, recognition can also, while it should also be personal, and no one's taking anything away. But what we now have is an opportunity to add to that personal level of recognition. And the fact that you've got a smartphone in your pocket, and pretty well every employee does, and if the smartphone vibrates and instead what it's saying to the employee is, hey, you know, somebody recognized you for the great work that you'd done. And a couple of days later, it vibrates again, and a few other people have commented saying, I also think that the work that this employee had done was fantastic, and I liked it. You're creating impressions and you're creating a positive dimensional experience for that employee that's going to make them think, people appreciate me at this work. And it's not, again, to take away from any of the interpersonal manager-to-employee direct communications. It's simply an addition. 
And the smartphone is going to enable significant changes in our lives, already has. And recognition is an area where you can take advantage of the communication capabilities that the smartphone has and the ability to create some personalized messages and recognition notes you know, for individual people. And I don't think that uh, most employers are really taking advantage of the opportunities of how technology can play a positive impact in their recognition program design. All right, Michael, and can you tell us any more about what smartphones and recognition might have to do with each other? So the smartphone is not only the communication vehicle inside the pocket of all employees, or at least the vast majority of them. Uh, if you look around at a, at a lunch break or at the end of the day, uh, what are employees doing? They're pulling out their smartphones. You know, they're, they're, they're looking at them. They're checking. They're seeing you know, updates. In fact, you know, for millennials, before they, uh, you know, after they've woken up and the last thing they do before they go to bed is check their smartphone. But what are they looking for? Well, more often than not, and they're not looking for work email, that's for sure, but what, what they are probably doing is, is, is connecting. You know, who are they connecting to? Well, they're connecting with their social peers, their friends, their networks, their, their social media sites, whether it be their Facebook or their Twitter or otherwise. They're wanting to keep up to date and keep abreast. And I suggest to clients, well, you know, this should be part of that uh, experience should be that they're checking their social relationships with their peers at work and that it is a reasonable assumption that if a quality uh, recognition program was built uh, whereby employees were building social relationships, peer-to-peer relationships with their uh, co-workers, that that might be something that employees would be willing to engage in, in times off the clock. And if they were doing that, well, that's certainly likely to have a pretty big impact on their perceptions of their work and their relationships with their peers and their managers and correspondingly help improve their engagement with that employer. So the smartphone enables, in conjunction with you know social media, enables recognition to dimensionally grow and become a, a larger and greater contributor to an employee's perception of their employment or their employer. All right. Thanks, Michael. We'll let that note take us to the end of today's episode. So thanks for being our guest today. No problems. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Holly. And of course, we also appreciate each and every listener for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you enjoyed your time with us. You can find HCI on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on the YouTube channel HCI Talent. For a complete rundown of recent HCI podcasts, visit hci.org and then click Explore at the top of the homepage. From there, find HCI podcasts by clicking the Listen button located on the right side of the page. For all of us here at HCI, thanks for listening.